Hey, what up, guys? It is Megan Desmira. I'm your host here, and we are the Michigan Girls. So, since this is our first podcast today, we're going to go around and introduce ourselves. We also have a special guest with us today. He's going to introduce himself as well. First of all, I am Megan Desmira. I go to Western Michigan University, and I'm an occupational therapy student. And we're going to pass it on to our next Dizzy Gal. Hey everyone, I'm Ashley. I'm from Romeoville, Illinois, and I go to Central Michigan University, and I'm studying information systems and accounting. Now we'll pass it on to Amberly. Oh, hello. I'm Amberly Desmera. I'm a freshman at Grand Valley State University with a major in advertising and public relations and a minor in management. Um... I think the mic is fixed. I don't know if it was broken before. I'm very glad to be here today. I'm originally from Romeoville, Illinois, but we're in Coloma, Michigan during this shoot. So now I'm just going to pass it along to the other Dizzy girl, Rachel Desmera. Hello, I'm the last. Um, I go to Lamont High School. I'm 16, and I'm a junior at Lamont High School. Yeah, that, that's about it. Here's your special guest. Hey, uh, I'm Aiden Mizwicki, and I just want to say, like, thank you so much. It's such an honor to be here. You know, this is the most reputable podcast I've ever heard of. Like, it's just such an honor to be on something that's on such a big scale. I feel like I'm really making a difference when I'm on here. So uh, with that out of the way, my name is Aiden Mizwicki. I'm originally from Plainfield, Illinois, but now I'm here in Coloma, Michigan with the Dizzy Girls. Thank you so much for that, Aiden. All right, so on this podcast today, we're basically just going to be reminiscing. So earlier today, we brought out this old movie that we made together. Um, And let's just start off by talking about that. Aiden is his first time ever seeing this movie. And when we were younger, we just made these crazy movies. Ashley can say some stuff about that. She was the Queen of Hearts Productions, guys. <laughs> Queen of Hearts. Ashley, where'd you get that name from, first of all? Um, it was because I was obsessed with the movie Alice in Wonderland. So just to let you guys oh, know, shit. we are sitting at a dining room table with a microphone. At our microphone, grandma's house. At our grandma's house <laughs> with a microphone that attaches to the um port in your phone and i guess it keeps breaking but i have no idea because it's rachel's mic and we're recording on voice memos you know we all start somewhere guys so yeah queen of hearts production started because we were obsessed with the live remake of alice in wonderland that's very nice very nice and ashley she was like the cinema star she made all these videos with everyone but either way um, to give you the plot of It's Do or Die Time, first of all, we made three of these movies. One of them had to be scrapped because it was so bad. But the first movie is the iconic one. And we had Amberly over here, one of our Disamira sisters, starring as the superstar, Susan White. And I was her rival. Um, Joanna Brown. <laughs> Joanna Brown. And... Basically, the plot of the movie is I rise to stardom, and she just gets mad, and she needs to take back revenge, and it was just cinematic masterpiece. Amberly, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about your role as Susan White in our iconic movie? 
Of course, Megan. I would love to talk <laughs> about this. <laughs> Bro, you <laughs> Well, what I can say is, after Susan White, my life has just gone downhill. And <laughs> Susan White was the, the best... Peak of your career. Was the peak of my career. <laughs> and life. And life, honestly. <laughs> it sold out every theater in the world. Um, I was an international superstar. I won a Grammy. The most... Um, Grammy. I won a Grammy. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, wait, why would you win a... It's an Oscar. I won an Oscar. <laughs> but you know what? Susan White does it all, so I also did win a Grammy. Um, it was the best experience of my life. I love Susan White. I still have all the wigs. Sometimes when I'm sad, I'll go and I'll put on the wigs <laughs> and, and cry about how my career is never going to be the same. So... Susan White was the best couple, you know, best year of my life oh, yeah. during the filming. Thank you. But, yeah, it was Aiden's first time seeing this cinematic masterpiece today. And basically, how the movie ends is uh, Susan White gets fed up with Joanna Brown's uh, shit and decides to stab her in the back, literally. Um, and roll her down a hill. Don't worry, guys. Um, nobody was harmed in the filming of Susan White. Um, but... It is just an iconic staple in our family now. So Aiden watched it for the first time. His thoughts, because he knows we we are a close group of gals who just really did the most uh, with our childhood over here in Michigan. So, yeah, Aiden, your thoughts on uh, It's Do or Die Time. So, you know, sometimes when you see a good movie, like you leave the theater, you think about the... You think about... um. Just, like, how it impacted you. And you just, like, the rest of your day is spent thinking about the movie and how you felt on the inside. And, honestly, after seeing this, like, that's what I'm feeling. <laughs> Why do you sound like an old man? Let He's wise. He's, He's a, a wise soul. man. Soul. He is giving us his thoughts. Rachel had the worst movie. part in no, this wait, film. We, we will talk about <laughs> Rachel's part. <laughs> after after uh, the interruption, I'm, I'm just going to say it. Rachel had the worst part in this film. Which yeah, it was... Uh, great film honestly after this like i don't know there's like two periods of my life it's before i saw susan white and after i saw susan white basically and so honestly i just feel like a brand new person like the my viewpoint on the world has just changed so much after this like it just shows how much stardom affects a person it really does yeah thank you for that uh aiden um Talking about Susan White, Rachel had the infamous roles of every single extra character that we needed in the movie. Okay, okay. <laughs> you should tweet it out when we're talking about range or whatever. It's oh, yeah. Amberly yeah, was just mentioning when you see the tweets about talk about range, Rachel and Susan White, she played <laughs> Chloe Blue from the interview show. No, Chloe Blue from the interview yeah, show. <laughs> Chloe Blue from the interview show? Or better known as Chloe Blue from the internet show? (laughs) Um, Who else did she play? She played the random hairdresser or makeup artist, photographer, taxi driver, limo driver. She played it all. Rachel, please, please give us your wisdom about the roles that you played in Susan White. Uh, See, that's the thing. I couldn't act, and everyone knew that. You were also eight years old. Okay, yeah. Um... (laughs) It was really hard, and I just, I couldn't act. So you guys were like, okay, everything, 
because Ashley was the production person, so she was like, nah, I'm not doing anything. So they were like, okay, Rachel, you're going to be everything that's not the lead characters because you cannot act. <laughs> so I was like, all right. And yeah, I still got made fun of for every single thing I did. You know, life of being an eight-year-old when everyone else is older than you. So um, if anyone else wants to add anything before we move on to our next topic, let's do that. But if our podcast gets big, we will put Susan White, It's Do or Die Time, out on the internet for you guys to see on our page. Um, But for now, you're just going to have to live with us laughing at ourselves. Um, But we also made a second one, which had a lot better quality production, a lot better cameos. And we also made before that a second one that was terrible, that we scrapped. Ashley, tell us a little bit about Susan White Prison Break. (laughs) I'm glad you brought this up because I don't think I've ever really acknowledged it on, like, tape or to a large variety of people. But I remember sitting in my dad's office, staring at the footage, putting it into whatever free video editing software I was using at the time, (laughs) and just looking at it and thinking, this isn't going to work. (laughs) And, like, we did a a couple cringy things. This was, like, ten minutes of pure cringe content. There was no story arc. No. No scripting. No analysis, no character development. There's nothing. Yes, they really. (laughs) Although this was one of the worst things we've ever made, we also put so much effort into it with the props. We made we made shirts, shirts, (laughs) custom-made prison shirts. We also spent so much time making prison (laughs) prison food. It was like prison slop, and. I just know that we, like, we moved everything around in the house that was being built. Yeah, like, so we were, that's what I want to talk about. Yeah. Where we filmed it. So, we decided to film this prison movie. Because in the house that we are currently sitting in together, it was nothing but a basement that was not built at all. And it was just had wood planks, you know, the structure, the structure of the house. That's it. That's all there was. And we decided... This is a prison. We are making this movie. I just want to add to that. That's the only reason I regret deleting all the raw footage is because I wish we could have the memory. Like, I remember what the house looked like when we were still building it. But I wish that we could have the visual of what it looked like when it was just framed out. The other rough part about how we were filming in a house that was literally being built is... When we were filming stuff, we had to pause constantly because they were building a house <laughs> above us. So we, if they were, like, hammering something into the wall, would get into we way. would get so annoyed. Like, they were the inconvenience. <laughs> and we would be like, oh, my God, they're doing it again. We did. That's why it was bad because we filmed it in a weekend. We we wrote it in a weekend, filmed it in a weekend, and did all the costume design in a weekend. So we didn't take our time on it. Like and that's why it's not. That's not why. That's why it's not here. So much time. 
Yeah, the third one was amazing. So Ashley was just showing me a Snapchat from a year ago of a filter on her face that says emotionally unstable. And then right underneath that, she says Pisces season. And this brings up the great topic that a majority of our family are Pisces. And for being an Aries, it's a lot different. <laughs> but we all mesh really well, so that's good. Um, Ashley, Tell us a little bit about Pisces season. I love Pisces season. I think it just centers me. It brings out the best in me. But I do have to say that you brought up the great point that you're an Aries. And I think Pisces need an Aries in their life. I agree. Because this was like brought like like very clear to me when I was in England. Not to be that girl, but when I studied abroad in England, I was with the, I got out to the pubs at like (laughs) 10 o'clock at night. We were so tired from like all day, waking up at six o'clock in the morning. And we had so much fun because she brought that Aries energy. And like, Mm -hmm. if I didn't have that, I would just like not do anything. It's very me. So so my boyfriend, he's a Pisces. And Mm. this weekend... Mm. We had three birthdays. My grandma, who we call our Bobcha because we are Polish, but, like, not really Polish. Uh, we'll have to talk about our heritage American in a later – yeah, we're American-Polish. We'll talk about that in a later episode. But she was turning, what, 72? 72. Ashley's turning 21 and Amberly a grand old 19. They're all Pisces, all born in this month. And then – Two Pisces dogs. Two Pisces dogs. And then my boyfriend was here, too, who was also a Pisces, born on March 11th. And I realized that I really just surround myself with Pisces. You know why, though, Meg? Because if you didn't surround yourself with Pisces, you would fight constantly. (laughs) It would be WWE constantly. But you have that Pisces influence, so it kind of, like, mellows you. I agree. Yeah, how is it like dating a Pisces? This is my boyfriend, Aiden. Good. Good. <laughs> Words of wisdom. Well, I think, um, I don't know if this has to tie into like zodiacs and everything, but like I'm definitely the type of person to get very emotional if I don't have reassurance about things, mm-hmm. and um, I get anxiety is another thing that runs in our family, <laughs> so it just ties it all together, and that's like the most that I get emotional. I also get when I'm happy, I'll cry. So, I don't know much about Zodiacs, but I heard that I fit the thing of a Pisces, so. Yeah, I would say so. Uh, Aiden, you're a, you're a Capricorn. Uh, you got anything to say about Zodiacs? Uh, I think they're real. I just want to say, I posted on my private Snapchat story, I said, nobody, millennials, let's start a podcast. And my best friend swiped up and said, dude, I want to be on your podcast. And as we talk about Zodiacs, she is the complete embodiment of an Aquarius. So I think... I've never encountered an Aquarius. Like, I don't think I've ever been friends with one. They'll drive you crazy, but you have to (laughs) love them because they're so emotionally unavailable. Oh, boy. And, like, I will, like, be talking about my feelings and she'll like text in the group chat where should i get coffee from today it's like i'm just crying (laughs) like i can't i don't know starbucks (laughs) but yeah so maybe we'll have another guest too from outside of the family we'll see anyways back to your views on zodiacs i don't think aiden really had many views on yeah i don't really have many views but from what i've been told by many people i don't really fit a capricorn so 
I guess that's proof right this? there. See, but the thing is, yeah. L- all right, let's talk about this. This is an interesting point. What z- what zodiac sign do I represent? I'll tell you. When I first met you, I thought you were Sagittarius. Like I just, I love Sagittarius. Sagittarius, I vibe with them. Um, and the reason I don't like Capricorns is not only because I've met a few. Cap- I don't really believe in astrology, so <laughs> I don't really care. Okay, well that's good then. Here's. Okay, so I do agree with what Megan says about Aiden having the personality trait. I could definitely see him as a Sagittarius because my boyfriend is a Sagittarius Mm -hmm. and I see similar traits. But also I do have a very close guy friend who's a Capricorn and I can see similar traits with him as well. But what I'm really curious about is if you know your rising and your moon sign. There's no way. If he doesn't know astrology. I don't even know mine. Oh my yeah. god, you guys need to look at it. Okay, right well, now. next podcast episode, because they're going to need time, because I doubt he knows the exact time he's born. Next podcast episode, we're going to. We need the city, yeah. the city you were born, and the exact time you were born. And we're going to read your co-star. chart. Just get a co star, and we'll. Yeah, co-star will tell you everything, but you just need to, like, text your mom and ask her what city you were born in and what time. It has to be the time, like, down to the minute. Mm-hmm. I think it was, like, 8.15 or 8.13. Okay, well, I don't need, I think it was. I need the exact minute. Oh, she is serious <laughs> Was I born in the morning or night? You were born, I never remember, because I know one of us was born at 11 and one of us was at 10, but there were different times. Like, well, I think you, you were in the morning. I know it because I asked mom, but I always forget. So this is going to be our last topic of today's podcast, our first one. Woo, let's go. Um, pig pile is the topic. So um, no one knows what that is. Um, first of all, yeah. So I like this game is like so like not known. Like no one knows this game. So I sent a picture on Snapchat today to one of my like friends and he was like, oh my God, I love that game. And I was like, really? wait, I literally go, wait, what? And he's like, my family and I play it all the time. And I was like so surprised because I've never heard of anyone that like has ever played Pigpile. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to pass this to Amberly after, but I just want to set her up. The reason we got Pigpile, yep, was because my dad got it for Amberly for Christmas. And the reason he got this for her was because she, she was obsessed oh, with pigs. Oh like gosh. 30 pig stuffed animals, pig hats, pig socks. So that's why we got Pig Pile, just because he saw a card game that had pigs on it. So here's Amberly. Yes, I was just going to talk about that too. Um, I just think it's so funny how my dad just saw a game with pigs on it <laughs> and how many years later it's still a staple. It's a major part of and our life. Yeah, I at least got it 10 years ago. Probably yeah. more, honestly. But, um, yeah, Pig Pile's amazing. And Megan's going to explain what the game is. Yeah. So, basically, yeah, Amber really got this card game because she was obsessed with pigs. Literally crazy. Um, she wanted a teacup pig. We were going to get one over here in Michigan. But this game is basically a card game that how do you, how do we even explain it? I guess the easiest the easiest way to describe it is like everybody gets 10 cards and you have three cards that you don't know what they are and you just go in a circle trying to stack a higher card like uno like you just stack a higher yeah. card and if you don't have a higher card you pick up the deck 
And, the and then pigs. the winner gets like these little tiny rubber pigs, which we absolutely adored. And I still remember we lost one of them. We don't have an <gasps> yes, even number. There was and a, I was so eraser. sad about it. We used to have a cow eraser to sub in, but he's not in the box anymore. So I don't know where he went. Yeah, yeah. Where but I was devastated when we lost that one pig because they're so cute. Yeah. So pig pile became a staple when trademark when amberly brought it up to michigan we're all from illinois um and my grandma and my grandpa live up here in michigan and we would come up here almost every weekend and see each other every weekend spend so much time with each other every summer we would spend like months here um so we just became really close and that's why that's why when we refer to things like brought up to michigan we're not from we're not originally from here so we would come up here in the summer in our bathing suits and we would play this game pig pile literally until the sun when the sun rises till the sun sets we would sit there after going in the pool and with our grimy fingers play this game all day eating food while playing it and um it was just crazy like um and we had like our deck area and we had a small table we would pull it out and just sit there like and it was like before we went in the pool right when we woke up we'd play a couple games then we'd go in the pool we'd come back to that same area and we'd eat and then we'd go back to the pool and like come back and play and then all night we'd play and it was just like a constant thing like every weekend we were up here we'd always be playing that game and I think the best part is that eventually we got to the point where we used pig pile as a way to determine who would do things. <laughs> like one yes. of the one of our parents. This. So like Amberly and I are sisters, and Megan and Rachel are sisters. Just for clarification, for all the new fans, but this is our, um, first our first podcast. <laughs> so um, like one of the parents would be like, "Hey, somebody needs to go like." wash the dishes and we would play a game of pig pile to determine who would have to go wash the dishes like we used pig pile as a way to do everything and like we would be inside playing pig pile and the parents would say go outside and play so we would just play pig pile outside (laughs) that was just what we did and the state that our current like our first box of pig pile is in really shows that because I can't even shuffle the cards because every single card is bent down the middle because of how many times we've shuffled it. It is so hard to use this deck. They're like peeling apart. They're bent in half. So yeah, Venmo us for a new game of pig pile. It's $19 on Amazon. It's it's so worn out and we really need a new um, deck. But another thing that I just thought about that's an amazing topic to talk about. Ashley brought up the thing where... Our parents would force us to go outside. We were obsessed with Animal Crossing so bad to the point where... We would lay on the trampoline. Yeah, we would lay on our trampoline outside playing Animal Crossing. We have so much to talk about for this topic. Um, and we once decided let's make a real life animal crossing we can't our parents are like no more ds we can't play with the ds anymore so we're like okay grab a shovel we're digging up dirt we're we're going to the lake and we're fishing and acting like we're actually playing animal crossing so 
the new Animal Crossing um, for the Switch is coming out in March, and we're all really pumped about it. We're all thinking of buying the limited edition console because it is a staple of our childhood. We all had these DS. But basically, Animal Crossing was, like, such a staple of how we grew up. Like, every time I see an Animal Crossing TikTok, I send it to, like, Megan, Rachel, and Amberly. Like, it just, like, keeps... No, you're not in our TikTok group chat. You're not in the Michigan Girls group chat. But, um... (laughs) It's just such a staple of how we grew up. And yeah, I remember we used to carry on butterfly nets oh and fishing God, poles and shovels. And it was amazing. That was like Wait, what we, we would do. Options. Well, let's we talk about, about let's talk about <laughs> Animal Crossing first. Like, so All right. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Um, I was never really like, <laughs> shut up. Um, I was never really like so big on Animal Crossing because... No, because Megan had the Megan had the DS. They the no, DS. we had two different DS. Okay, the, but the that's the thing. You guys would always, you and Amberly would play on the 3DS, and Ashley would too. And I didn't have one, so I. I didn't get a 3DS. She didn't get one until later. Until later, because but I when we were growing up, we all had our own DS. So yeah, that's played. when I was really, really big on it. Yeah. But then once like Amberly and Megan got a 3DS, and they constantly played, and I went like my mom was like, "You're, I'm not buying you another 3DS. Just play with Megan." Megan would never let me play, so I never played. And then I kind of was like, "Okay, like what am I supposed to do now?" So I just like sit there and watch them play, and then I play different games because it's, because it's not fun, because it's not fun. Like, uh. I can really relate to that because I was at that point in my life where I was like, I don't need a 3DS. Like, were were we in high school when the 3DS yeah. came out? Meg, I were in high school. High school or like middle school? End of middle school, early high school. I don't remember exactly, but I was like, I don't need a 3DS. So I never asked for one for Christmas, and Amberly did, and her and Megan got the new Animal Crossing, yeah. and I regretted it because <laughs> I was so jealous that I couldn't play Animal Crossing. It was New Leaf. It's it's like iconic. No, New Leaf was the DS, wasn't it? It's the 3DS. That's Wild World. Is the Wild World is the first one. Wild World was the original DS. New Leaf, and I didn't play New New Leaf until junior or senior year of high school because I had my boyfriend's old 3DS. (laughs) He gave it to me, and he bought me Animal Crossing so I could finally play it. But it was like literally three years past its prime but yeah so i relate to you rachel on that because and my coping mechanism was to pretend that i didn't want to play but really i did like me and ashley still to this day we have the animal crossing app and we play it religiously i just like this christmas i decided to download re-download animal crossing on my phone and i was like this is no, awesome. The app is, not the same. The app the app is, is not so the good same, for it's what good. it is. It's good for what it is. It is not Animal Crossing, and it will never like be Animal Crossing. It. But it's good. It's good. <laughs> uh, so how does everyone feel about Animal Crossing New Horizons coming out? We were uh, just talking March twentieth, twenty twenty. Yes. How does everyone feel about that? So we were just saying, I have a Switch already. And I'm going to get the game, but I'm also thinking that I want to buy the $300 new Switch that is custom made for Animal Crossing. Comes with the game. Like, I, how can you not? Yeah, but I mean, I probably won't, but I really want to. I think um, when I get obsessed with a game, I get very obsessed with the game. She's literally playing I have met. She's ma- literally playing.
right now. Yes, I am. <laughs> I have maxed out um, Animal Crossing worlds, I think, about so times. three times <laughs> Animal Crossing New Leaf. I mean, every fish, every bug, every anything you can catch whole, in the museum. Whole, whole world filled with Yes, whole world, all the community projects like there's nothing else i could do so by the time like the mobile game came out and i found out it wasn't the same i was just very just kind of over animal crossing at that point obviously it's always going to have like a huge part it's always going to be a huge part of my life and like all the memes on twitter will always make me laugh you can't tell me you're not excited to play new, new horizon i'm not going to you're kidding. i'm not getting a switch for that because I've turned my attention to Sims now. I'm a huge simmer, huge, huge simmer. So all of them are talking about Animal Crossing, but Sims, yeah. I just feel like I could actually express um, my creative side in a different way. Like you can do landscaping and you can do interior. And I know Aiden's going to talk about Minecraft and how Minecraft's even better. But you know what? Sims is the best. So thank you. Yeah, so I don't have a Switch. Dom has a Switch. And we've, like, joked about, like, he'll buy Animal Crossing and I'll just come over and play it. But, like, that's not the same. Because Animal Crossing, you need to play every day for, like, hours at a time. So I – but the problem is I would never use a Switch besides playing Animal Crossing. you don't know that. Like, I – so me and my boyfriend share a Switch. We bought it together. And I want to get a new one because I would – Just for me. Because I would want to play – it all the time and you don't even like you think like you want to play it but then you get it and like if you have people over what do you want to play mario party let's play mario party let's play super smash bros it's like a really really good social thing so like you might you might play it all the time like that's all i gotta say for that well anyways venmo me three hundred dollars <laughs> at ashley dizzy um five dollars a dollar anything helps to get me towards my dream of owning the animal crossing theme switch but i don't know i'm trying to talk myself out of not buying it because I literally just dropped $300 to fix my car <laughs> so I don't really have switch money and Bath and Body Works uh played me <laughs> as I'm hashtag unemployed oh we love that so yeah uh I think Minecraft is better than Sims because you can build any house that you want you don't have to use like pre-built walls or anything like that you can use whatever block you want to build your walls <laughs> All right, this what is do you what do you think thing. about this Amberly? Um, there are hundreds of hundreds of hundreds of different wallpapers that you can use. Obviously, like, I don't care. If I want brick walls, there's a wallpaper for brick walls. If I want stone walls, there's a wallpaper for stone walls. So I disagree with your statement on that. And I I would like to argue that there's even more wall um, walls that you can have in The Sims. And same with floors, same with all the furniture, um, same with the settings and everything. Do you have an island living type of situation going on in Minecraft? Yeah. <laughs> Do you have... Yeah. All right, we're not going to fight over No, 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 no. <laughs> we are. Um, no. I'm going to ask you guys to save your points and maybe we can do a whole episode the next time we're together dedicated to Minecraft vs. Sims. I think Minecraft vs. Sims would be a really funny debate between you two. To finish the Animal Crossing talk, basically we were just really obsessed with this game. 
Um, we have a beautiful, we had this beautiful game, Chip, that we had so many DS games on, so many downloaded games, so amazing, and I uncovered it, um, a couple months ago, and I was, like, going through it, how awesome it was, just bringing back my childhood, Cooking Mama was on there, any game that you wanted, boom, on there, but the Animal Crossing one had these cheat codes. And <laughs> the cheat codes were the best because if any furniture, any, any furniture, unlimited bells, if you press the, the right and left bumpers, boom, all your weeds turn to bells. They were the best cheat codes in the game. If somebody moved out who you didn't want to move out, mm, psych, you're back in my town. I want you here. You're staying here. They were the, like, the cheat codes and, now it's just it's not the same without the chicos but honestly it makes the game more fair but you know whatever we wanted we got and it was pretty awesome i used to play i used to play a game called babysitting mania and it was it's probably why i have anxiety to this day (laughs) because you literally have to take care of like 10 kids and like you have to clean the house the house is trashed when you first start playing (laughs) and in like a certain amount of time you have to like clean up the house and care for the kids and the kids will run around wrecking the house so everything you already cleaned you have to clean all over again and if the house isn't completely spotless and the kids are in bed and cleaned and fed by the time the parents come you like fail i do want to give a special shout out to amberly because she was the first one who played animal crossing I believe no, actually I was. It was you. So the reason that I started playing Animal no, it Crossing, was it was because my my other cousins on my other side were playing it, and I was like, "What is this game?" And then I started playing. Once I once I got that, then I started <laughs> playing Animal Crossing, um, and then we all religiously played Animal Crossing. All right, guys. I think that we're going to wrap up that episode there. Thank you so much for listening if um, you did. If anyone listens to this, um, we're probably going to make more of these because they are very fun. Um, So probably make a a page or something eventually. Uh, Thank you for listening, and we will see you on our next episode. Everybody, let's go. Let's say goodbye. Bye. 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 See ya. See ya. All right. See you guys later. Bye.